and welcome back to Betch Slapped. I'm Jordana. I'm Aileen. And here we are. Here we are. The Bachelorette just finished. Yes, last night. Um, and we're excited to talk about it. As you know, we were, we used to be hosting uh, the, the Bachelor, Bachelor. Yeah, which we are no. We realized this might have been a slightly abrupt. I know. I leaving. told you guys we were going to need to yeah. do like some sort of transition. But yeah, it, it, we just. We needed someone else to take over it because we kind of don't have enough time to watch Bachelor on time, to talk about it, all three of us at the same time. So um, we have amazing, amazing hosts replacing us. Um, we have Kay, Kay Ork City, who's been an employee for um, Bachelors for a long time, and Derek Peth, who was, was on The Bachelor. Was on The Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise. Bachelorette, yeah. And um, was with Taylor, and they broke up, and he talks about it. So you guys should definitely listen. And they're always improving and trying to be the best podcast host they could be. I mean, big shoes to fill, Jordan. I know, right? <laughs> if we do say so ourselves. I know. So let's talk about the episode. because yeah, we were going to talk about the finale because... Um, we, it's just it's just it's very relevant mind. it's very relevant we do have some some things to say about it but for more commentary go definitely listen to the bachelor but here's our two cents what were your thoughts <laughs> um okay my thoughts were i was kind of shocked she didn't choose blake i like couldn't Same. i didn't know that she was gonna choose garrett like usually it's kind of obvious and i was like i was like to Rusty, i was like she's gonna choose that one she's gonna choose that they one made it very suspenseful yeah. and then she and then they show who, who like his blue suit coming off the boat right. like with his ankles drip sweat and like and then I was like fuck what I like was really screaming I was very upset about it but I knew it was coming because they oh they made whoever they make seem the most confident in the edit is always well, the loser I kind of don't agree with that though because he didn't seem confident he was like I just know she's gonna dump me He's like, and it's going to be you and me. For, he's going to be no, them but then forever. In the, in the interview, he was like, I just, I have, when I have a gut feeling, I just feel like it seems really great right now. But then in 48 hours, I'm not going to be the one. And then, and I was like, because they're doing this, that means they're going to choose him. Like they're mm -hmm. making him seem too down. I don't know, but they also showed right before the actual thing, like his pre-interview, like I'm so excited. Yeah. And then he's he like, oh, I thought it over. And I was like, this is stupid for me to be like so negative. Right. And the editing was so good because it made... They also showed them both in the rowboat like multiple times going back and forth. That yeah, was like it was like, fucking Mission Impossible too. Right. It was just crazy because that his interview when he was just like, I know I'm going to be dumped in 48 hours. Like it made that... And, and he then, was. And then, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then he was. And then he was so genuinely upset. Made it Aww. so much more heart-wrenching. Like... I usually like we're able to see through TV right. shows. He seemed like really, really upset. He seemed genuinely when he was like, and then but then fucking Chris Harrison obviously had to exploit it. He's like these two moments that really got everyone in this audience were these, which I agreed with. Which when he was like, I'm gonna have to go through this alone. Right. That like that was so hit sad. me. That was so sad because it's true. He's like Blake's the one whose mom was having like the affair, right? Uh huh. Back in the day. Yeah, and and now Becca is having an affair. Right. <laughs> Poor Blake. Poor he was Blake. Sweating profusely. I can't believe they like, made him wear that jacket. If I were him, I would immediately take it off. I would have, when she was like, sorry, but there were other guys, I would have taken off the jacket and been like, fuck this. I don't need to. I'm like sweating through my clothing. Right. Like, and, why? And he, was like he was like wiping you his couldn't tears. Tell, you couldn't tell what was a tear and what was a what Probably was sweat. for the best for him. Right. Oh, that was so sad when he was breaking down. And he was probably sweating so much more because he was so like nervous and like, 
Ugh. had to actually do this but he didn't really notice she wasn't making eye contact with him at all which was like the telltale sign yeah it was but she smiled when he came off of his little rowboat and she's like hi and it was like why are you right. giving him false hope well we were yeah we were just on 10 10 wins and we were talking about this before and rebecca who we were talking to was said a really interesting point was that like she like having having been dumped by Ari should have really just like broken up with him and not made him do this whole thing. Like if she was going to be like a really mm-hmm. like nice person, if she like if she truly like empathized with what he was going through, like she sh- said she did. I feel like she would have broken off broken it off with him like before like she made him pick yeah. out a ring and do all that shit. His ring really was ugly though. It was ugly. I didn't like it. It was like seven halos. Where was the ring? Yeah, it was it was a, it was a bizarre choice. But, but then, but then they showed. Uh, she broke um, up with him before she saw it. Yeah, so. but then they. <laughs> so you know, it's not the reason. But then they showed Garrett choosing a, like a pair, a huge pair with the. Halo. I didn't really like either of their rings. No, but that's not the one he she got. She got this like three stone, like very Meghan Markle, and I love that one. It's uh, very I pretty. I don't think I noticed the new one. The, the old one I didn't like. He didn't. She didn't choose that. Can we talk about how how amazing it is that they flew or not amazing, but like. They flew all their families out to the Maldives. Maldives. I know. I was thinking that. And I was just like, wait, are they going to get a vacation out of this shit? Or are they going to have to leave right after? That's like amazing. Like that's such an expensive flight. No, but it's amazing (laughs) if they get to stay. You don't think they got to stay for like a few days? You think they had to fly out there for like probably like 24 hours and stayed for like the three hour block? I have a sneaking suspicion that they might not have. Like what if they were just there for this? We need to know. Also, I was looking at Ari's Instagram last night and apparently they flew him and Lauren out there and they did some sort of thing with them, but they never aired it. Oh, like what? Um, He was like, let me, let me pull up his Instagram caption. It was like, it was a picture of him and Lauren in the Maldives when they flew them out there. So everyone gets a trip to the Maldives. It must have cost them so much money. I know. I want to go there for my honeymoon. Ari. Definitely Blake's never going back to Maldives. Yeah. <laughs> That's for Remember fucking that sure. Okay. He put up this picture. It's a picture of him and um, Lauren like look in the Maldives and says Lauren and I flew to the Maldives at the bachelor and Becca's request. It's a conversation that unfortunately won't be shown, but it was really positive for, for all of us. You can imagine this trip could, could have been very difficult for Lauren, but she has supported and stood by me in all of this. I think and love her every day because of that. We wish Becca all the happiness in the world and can't wait to see how tonight goes. Wait, what? Why would Becca request Ari to come out to fly? Obviously, the Bachelor like aired something that they thought would be like a good for good for ratings out in um in the Maldives. Then Be- but then uh, Blake's tears were enough. Maybe they didn't have time for it. They really could have cut some of the impending footage of the going back and forth between the, the thing and yeah. trap. Right. But I want to know. That's like very interesting to me. I really want to know. I want also the like. Are they, how much money do they have that they just fly these people out there just not even use the footage? I know they must have so much money, but and then okay. we also have Lauren um, also Instagrammed from the Maldives, and she wrote uh, an equally in-depth caption as she always does. Born Lauren uh, <laughs> caption dis pretty <laughs> palm tree emoji. Oh my god, it literally says dis pretty. It is pretty. I mean, I, that's my type of caption. Very, very deep. That's my type of caption. Um, here's the thing. Uh, the, the best one is the one. I'm sorry. Well, I'm already on her thing. The next one is the next picture is a picture of her like wearing like nothing, but it's also like a white thing. It's like it a says, white long dress. Mexican, Mexican food. Is she trying to be funny? I think she is, which is like, it just makes it so much weirder. It doesn't make any sense. Um, wait, let's talk about their family. I'm sorry. That was What's her name? Uh, Becca's family. Because... Garrett wouldn't stop crying during literally the entire I don't understand how they could have get gotten to know him at all because he was just hysterically crying right 
Yeah, I mean, what was what was he crying about? The cancer or something? He was he was just crying about many different things. He was crying about his relationship. He was crying about all of his family members that have tragically passed. Right. He was crying about Becca's family, which I guess is sweet. Obviously, like, I mean, I have emotions, but it was sweet. I just I can't. There's a lot of tears. I can't. I find my I'm I'm an empathetic person. I can sort of feel emotions of other people. Like I felt Blake's emotions. Right. I can't feel anything Garrett feels because he's yeah, it so seems like he's like simple. Reading, he seems like he's reading the teleprompter uh-huh. a little bit. He's even like, when he's crying, though, I just I don't know what he's like. Even th- I don't know the thoughts that are going through his head. Right. And I didn't see a connection. I'm insane. very confused. And it was just so funny because the uncle. We talked about this in the interview, but the uncle was literally like. I think that Garrett could be a poet. (laughs) He could be a poet. And Becca's like, right? And and we're all like, what? (laughs) What fucking poet? What are you talking about? He doesn't even speak. Right. And the fact that in the, in the, after the tell all thing, and they kept harping on the fact that like, she, cause she said to him, like, you're like my father, like you remind me of my father. And then he was like, yeah, she said that on the first night. So I just kept kind of like bringing it back to that. It's like, that's weird. One, because like that, you just kind of kept like two tapping into this like yeah. emotional thing about, about her that like drew you, drew you to her and kind of kept like exploiting that to keep you going throughout the bachelor. Yeah. And keep mentioning it and got like weird. Yeah. Like even at the end, I, pr- he's like, I prayed, I prayed to, to, to the God and I prayed to Becca's dad that like today would go my way. And right. It was I'm weird. Like, and I'm like, Mm. it got like creepy yeah but then again i think garrett doesn't have bad intentions i think that he just doesn't think twice like he just just says he just says and that's it like he just goes like forrest gump like (laughs) like he just is the way that he is here was another thing that annoyed me when when she was when she was breaking up with blake and he was like i don't understand like what changed like what's different like blah 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 and she was like, well, I felt like if we had kids and there was a problem with the kid that like we that were too similar and like we wouldn't be able to handle it. Like, I think she was kind of like, like negging his like emotional like nature, which mm-hmm. I thought was like, I thought it was not good for men in general and not good for, for like what it's because I think there's like so much pressure on men to not show emotion and to be like this like cool stoic person that's like, um, more of a Garrett, like more of a like reserved conservative. Yeah, but Garrett was the emotional one. In that, yeah. So that didn't really even like necessarily make that much sense. But like, I guess I think Blake is more like wears his heart on his sleeve. Yeah, uh, yes and no. I almost think that he, yes, he definitely wears his heart on his sleeve. But when he was talking, like when he was giving her that gift, it all felt so fake to me. Like the way that he was, it didn't seem like they had an actual connection. Like he, he said, I think that was also a ploy. Like they both had different like mechanisms of, or like manipulations. Mm -hmm. So like Garrett was, I'm going to talk about her dad and cry until we kiss. And she feels, she confuses sadness for her loss of her dad with love for me. And then Blake was like, I knew that our relationship was amazing in the beginning. So I'm going to tap into that and make like a, a nostalgic gesture and here's this book or of a very small font that nobody <laughs> could read <laughs> of tiny ass fucking photos that, that I needed like my grandma's glasses he was actually, like, to read in his hotel room what else is he doing <laughs> sweating and scrapbooking <laughs> and like could you not read any of that she was just like what is that it's just saying? like the cutout pictures or something anyway I, I think that all of that she's like this is amazing and he was just like he was just like mumbling and yeah and it was it didn't that that part i was sort of like "Mm, i don't really feel a connection here either 
Whereas I felt the connection when they were, when Garrett and her, like, were, and Becca were kissing, but I thought it was because, like, it was really, it was filled with sadness. It was like, I'm sad about my dad, and like, which is obviously right, granted. Not, right. It it's just not really love. make any it's, sense. Let's, let's wrap up this Bachelorette talk by talking about. I can talk about this forever. About the Garrett um, meme liking ABC addressing Fiasco. that thing. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, when they got on the couch, didn't you see feel like I didn't she, like her extensions? Sorry. She I also hated her white like sequence dress. It could have been amazing if it didn't have those like weird ass like NBC peacock yeah. feathers on very, like, like the a hosting halter. a morning show. She, like no, something. she was on Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. Like I don't I don't I didn't understand. Well, she's always that. had questionable fashion sense, but her extensions on the after the show looked like terrible. But her dress she looked amazing. Like her dress was really the dress good. was yeah. the dress was cute. The hair, I just kind of looked like she like literally just clipped in a big ass ponytail. Yeah, like the, like like, the infomercial. I didn't like it at all. I mean, I don't want to judge Becca by like what she was. Uh, the thing that I <laughs> didn't like about the way that she was acting was very like over the top excited that like they get to be out, which is fine. But like she was very overpowering of Garrett and like she kept saying, speaking right, she was for speaking. him and like looking at him to make sure he shuts the fuck up. And so she lets her talk. Right. That I really didn't like. It made me confused. Well, he clearly okay. Here's here's yeah. the real issue: is that Garrett believes all those things that he mm-hmm. that he liked in those memes, right? Definitely, he he believes all those things, and which is like, or again, he doesn't think twice about those right. things. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. He's a conservative person. People are allowed to be like conservative, have different views than our own or hers. But the tweet, the memes that he liked. I did some investigating of this last night. The memes that he liked were just like mean spirited, like like. They were mean spirited, uh, right, like, hostile, yeah. like whatever. You can have conservative viewpoint. That's like political fine. memes, These, yeah. right? And when he was addressing it as ABC, like trying to cover their ass by like making him look better by like having him like pseudo apologize for it, it wasn't a real apology because he never said like that he was sorry for liking them. He said that he was sorry that it affected her, um, which is it offended people, right? And offended people, but he never like addressed. So it's either for me, it's like either don't apologize, like either don't say sorry because you believe those things and like that's who you are and you be- and, and can defend your defend your right to believe I need those things. To know how they're fighting or <laughs> right or apologize um, and say like these are like I've I've been misinformed like I've, I I like those things because like I would be I was brought up to believe these things. I know they were like a little mean spirited or like address them and. And I guess that's not like necessarily like the best PR move for him, but it's like, this is like so clearly bullshit. And like, it was very forced by ABC though, because they couldn't be like, la la la, look at this beautiful couple. He's Mm -hmm. a racist. And (laughs) that's, that's let's like run into the fields of the rainbows. But like, no, they had to address it, but he didn't say anything. And she was like, like, we just want to move on and just, you know, stay educated. (laughs) She like sort of had like this threatening. It was like, he was like her son. And she was like, Uh uh-huh. Controlling That's what him. I'm saying. Like was, her, his coach. Yeah, it was. She was like staring at him and like sort of mouthing what he needs to say with her eyes. Like, right. uh huh. No. It also just goes to show how much bullshit this kind of show a little bit is because like if you're going to marry so before you marry someone you would have some idea about like their political beliefs or like the thing like, is that i don't think garrett is able to articulate his political beliefs that's why he's only able to do it via meme <laughs> <laughs> by liking right i mean like if you've seen the stuff that he liked it was like pretty fucked up it's also kind of ironic that he liked a post that said that the part like insinuating that the parkland shooter 
or the Parkland, uh, one of the Parkland survivors was an actor, um, was an actor and Blake actually did survive a school shooting. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Which was like, it's, the, it's all really fucked up. And he should have, he really should have. I mean, no, I'm, I'm not going to say what he should have done because like he doesn't, if he doesn't believe it, then right, that's what I'm saying. He should have just been more real. I don't I think he's able that. to. He was he was very much like a microphone for his PR and the, whole, yeah, the fact that both of them were like the whole like who would have known like double tapping something would be like such a big deal. Like all we did was double tap. It's like no, like what you like like yeah, in the, in a sense, yeah, in terms of like the actual logist like technical thing that you did, yeah, you double tap. But that's obvious that that's like taking like an idiot's way out. Like yeah. obviously, what you double tap is indicative of what you support. Yeah, no, like it's like any guy like saying, like, oh, I'm sorry, I did it. I'm stupid. Right, I'm sorry, like, I double no. tap this like Instagram model ass pic. Like it didn't like I, I didn't. What, what's a what's a double tap? Like you can't pretend to be like oblivious to like what it means to like to do anything to, to, to on like social or media. support something on social media. Um, yeah, I just yeah, I, I want to be. I wanted to now that we know that it was Garrett, right? Like now right. we knew the Garrett thing happened. We're not sure if he was alone when it happened or with with Becca. Not like <laughs> oh, there needs to be a great plot twist for the two guys like end up together <laughs> um like Neither sorry proposes. sorry becca i'm not gonna propose i'm running away with blake um but i would love to have been there when like garrett does it from his own fucking couch and it comes out and becca's pr person calls her she's like what the fuck like totally against her beliefs right we don't really know what her beliefs are this is just what her outward instagram beliefs are right like mm -hmm. she right she could come well, from the, those are the beliefs she's trying to project that exactly she has, exactly regardless so clearly they're not that strong if she's like fine with blake not thinking that at all garrett yeah sorry whatever <laughs> well i i'm a huge proponent of like you don't need to have the same exact beliefs as your partner like as long as you're both like smart as long and as you have the same values values that's fine. But values but, and like political beliefs are, are i feel like are sort of different i mean obviously in different times they're different they they weigh differently mm -hmm. but i just in this respect it's obvious it's not like political beliefs it's just like idiocy and and it's just cruel kind of like memes that he's liking so i wanted to be in the room and she they get she gets the call and then she just yells at him like what the fuck are you liking on instagram right. and he'd be like what but she didn't that's what i'm saying like she wasn't real about that at all she was like it was it sucked because like when it came out like the show hadn't aired so i couldn't be like that's my man like leave him alone like shut the fuck up like i'm sorry <laughs> that was like annoying like yeah like you're not addressing anything that actually happened it was just like a complete like like ABC stroking Becca and uh, and Garrett. Sorry to use that word. And then like them stroking. It was like everyone like doing their part to do like create one this big this circle bullshit, jerk. Right to create this one big bullshit thing that was happening. It's it really it was be it was because ABC needed to address it, but they needed to stand by their happy couple. Right. So but just like last year in Paradise, yeah. when they were like, we're going to address the whole like sexual assault thing, but like we're all going to reiterate that like that like last year that nothing was, really nothing is that big of a deal and like nothing really happened and like we're all like okay i need to ask derek about that because that was the funniest fucking conversation when they had them all sit, sit, sitting right. down in that group circle like, like they were in kindergarten like so how did you you guys felt okay right it was fine right, right? no one say ever, it's fine like taylor how many like did anyone ever how many drinks did you have on paradise say say was only one no she said zero <laughs> okay she's and like the, no one has ever forced me to have a drink i've never had a drink the, never been and then they're like, like good gold star for you yeah exactly it was like um, complete bullshit but anyway email, but, 
five uh, five thousand Instagram followers for you, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, email us everyone whatever you think about the Bachelorette finale because we're really excited to see. I want. Do you think they're going to stay together? No. Yeah. No, zero. I hope they don't. He though looked really hot when he was like in his really nice suit. Like he looked very tall and he yeah. like just looked sexy. Didn't it was the first time I thought Garrett was kind of hot. I'm still more into Blake, but I, I Blake, I didn't find good looking at all in his he was outfit. Sweet. Well, know. yeah, he was just sad. It was a very sad handwritten book. But anyway, email us slapped at pictures.com. Whether you guys agree with us, don't agree anything we missed. We don't forget. Don't worry. We didn't miss the uncle's weird necklace. Um, but <laughs> and the sister who didn't look anything like Becca, oh, yes. but she was really sweet. So we're not going to say anything. Um, but uh, the paradise is literally tonight. I'm excited for I that. am very yeah. excited. This is going to be a good shit show. Shit show. So this, yeah. without any like fucking heaviness, like that other time. Right. I just want it to be fun, fun. and funny. Yes. Paradise should be fun. Paradise needs to be fun. Okay. Right, let's do, let's do some emails. Let's do it. Dear bitches. Oh, I just have a lot of feelings. Hey, Betches, have to say I love all your podcasts and you guys, I look like such a loser on the train or driving when I'm listening to you guys because I talk back or <laughs> laugh loudly. So recently I've been listening to some episodes and the ones you, you did about Slayer Pay came up and actually prompted me, uh, prompted me into asking a work career related question. I'm a nanny in Chicago and currently looking for a new position. I work through a nanny agency here to find my positions because honestly, it's easier than doing all the work myself. So I emailed the agent slash placement specialist in the city and asked her to see the list of open positions they have and asked her to give me a call so that we could chat. She never responded to me, but sent me a text on Monday with her MLM business BS. I'll attach the text so you can see. I'm totally not interested in her quote unquote business, but I feel like I have to take an interest in order for her to help me find a new position. I don't want to buy her skincare or win free products. I just want to find a new job. LOL. I'm not sure what to say or how to how to move forward. What do you guys think I should do? Should we read the text? Yeah, do you want to read the text? Yeah. Hey, blank, her name. How are you doing? How's the nanny search? I wanted to let you know that I'm hosting an FB event to share some of my favorite Rodin and, Rodin Fields. and Fields products. Let me know if you would like to be added to the check added to check it out and possibly get some free gifts. It's Wednesday at 7:30. If you can't be on live no worries you can check it out when you have a second look forward to hearing from you so basically she's soliciting her for her new job right and not answering her inquiries to actually like find a nanny job this is actually something we that we address in um in our book coming out yes. in october when's happy hour um sort of like this is an example of like really shitty networking <laughs> yeah really really right. shitty this is someone who like clearly has their own agenda is not which, very unprofessional if you're a person who's supposed to be helping someone get a nanny position and you just email them something that has nothing to do with nothing with that yeah at all. right right um and, yeah and i think you wrote this chapter where you were you well, where we, you wrote, we wrote, right, all wrote everything right. but yeah basically what you um what you said which was like what we said which was very um like real real and very good advice is that like if you want something from someone you can't just like just like uh text them out of nowhere and just ask them for favors. No one yeah. like, knows you. No one wants to like yeah. do you random favors. You have, to, right. you have you, to like sort of give something in return. You have to be kind in this and not like kind. You need context. You need context. You need, you can't be just completely self-serving. Nobody wants to help you if that's the case. And also like, 
if this person clearly wants something from me. Like mm-hmm. th- we're giving advice, not for the girl, but for this for idiot. this person who's, <laughs> who's like, if you clearly want something, she wants something from you. And if you want something from her, why don't you help her to get it? She'll be more likely to do this to other check thing. Check out your like weird. But other to give business. her advice, the girl who wrote to us, I would say. You're completely in the right to be confused. I would write back to this girl and be like, I will do my best to check it out. Any word on my inquiry for this, whatever, because this woman basically is making money every time you get placed. Right. So like if you, if not, then if she's not a good answer, move on to another placement, like mm-hmm. as soon as possible. It's not worth your time to be stressed. Like right. find another agency, find another agency. People are so, like agents, middlemen planners whatever they are they're supposed to help you not stress you out so like if if she's not doing her job you can pull the band-aid with with, don't even wait to to count to three just to one and if she's part of an agency and she has a boss i would message the boss and be like hey i was like i'm trying to actually find a job through your agency and this person is like using this con me as a contact to like solicit her side business like that's really fucked up that is it's not right it ain't right. Yeah, so, um, so I would, I would, if there's not a ton of agencies, I would respond to whoever's higher up in that. What about, is an MLM business? What, marketing? It's like, it's like when you have that person, you know, like those people who used to push those like eyelashes things on, on Instagram, like they would strengthen your eyelashes. It's basically like people like they're doing their own. It's almost like modern day telemarketing, but not yeah, really. Yeah. Yeah. When you're like, you're sort of an ambassador to right. a program and you make Work a commission, home. make a, make you're a, a salesperson. Right. Yeah, like those yeah. are the pitches. Got it. It's almost like a, it's like oh, a weird scam. Yeah. Right. It's a scam. That's so interesting. It's like a modern day, like influencer. <laughs> but yeah, like ambassador. It's a very bizarre not modern day, old day. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so our book comes out October 23rd, but it's now available to pre-order. pre-order. Um, you can pre-order anywhere. You can buy books. There's Amazon, obviously. Barnes & Noble, obviously. It's going to be available in Target, which is going to be amazing. And um, there's like indie books, like yeah. indie wire. Something. You can buy it wherever books are yeah, sold, basically. And just pre-order, pre-order, pre-order. Tell all of your friends. We're going to be running contests soon on our Instagram account. So we're really, really excited it's about really this good, book. really um, good career advice. But Re- it's also if, funny. Yeah, if we do say so ourselves again. Um, should I read the next one? Yes. By the way, it's called When's Happy Hour? Work hard. <laughs> yeah, that's work, really helpful. I, you said it. Work hard so you can hardly work. That's the subtitle. Okay. Hi, Betches. First of all, I love your podcast. I draw... I drive for my internship a lot, which I will get into more next. And your podcasts are what makes my days worth living. Oh, sweet. I'll just dive right into the problem I'm having. I landed a sales internship with a large company that I thought would be a great experience. But throughout the summer, I've realized that this type of work isn't really for me. I'm working as a retail sales intern where essentially I go into grocery stores and stock shelves. I'm all right with doing some of the brunt work, but if... If I were to be hired full time, I would be doing the same exact things for at least two more years. My real problem lies in the fact that the internship continues into my senior year of college and my boss expects me to help her and some of my colleagues out at my school's career fair. Career fair. Since I want to explore my other options, I think that it is really important for me to participate in career fair as an applicant, but I do not want to offend my boss. I would still like to work with them during the school year since I need money to pay my bills, but I do not, but I don't want to be let go if they think that I'm not going to accept a full-time offer with them. How do I navigate the issue without coming off as an asshole? Please. I need your help. And I really respect you guys and the company you guys have built. Thanks. Betches. Um, yeah, that's, that's hard. Um, I would like, I feel like, you should just relay your feelings to them. Just be like, I'm like happy to do this for now. I'm so grateful for this opportunity, but like, 
I also like feel like it would be good for me to like be able to go to this career fair as a student, as a student. And, um, or you can do like, you can say, I would love to work there for like an hour or hold down the fort. But I'd really, because this is like a once in a lifetime thing. Like I've, I, I, I wish I could, I would like to explore the career fair as a student since this is an opportunity for me. Right. Um, if she gets pissed, so be it. I mean, right. I mean, it's the whole thing is like, you don't really have a lot of feelings about this job anyway. Like if yeah. you did, if you, they were, if they did fire you, you could, I think you could find another job of this level. It sounds like pretty entry level. And yeah, here's I don't think that'd be a reason for anyone to fire you. Here's the thing. It's sort of You're like not a full-time employee, it's sort of like dating <laughs> where it's like, if you, if you loved the job or the person you were with, you wouldn't want to go explore your other options. So like if this job was so amazing, you wouldn't want to go to the career fair. You'd be excited to like stand in front of the stand and offer other people this great opportunity. But since you don't really believe it or stand by it, I think that you should just go with your gut and like just allow yourself to have the opportunity to see what else is out there because you're going to get right. pigeonholed into this job and you're like, fuck, I should have done the career fair. And then worst case also like, like they do like fire you like again like it seems like you're stocking shelves like i feel like you could probably find somewhere else mm -hmm. to do that in the interim yeah. until you get your full-time job yeah but like this is like the best time to take career risks are very early on because you're you, want, you don't have a family to support you don't have like um you know you don't have like really serious bill you have bills but they're not like adult level bills necessarily and you haven't like spent years and right. years working on one trajectory of a career you now have sort of like a, a even playing field of where you can you can try this job then you can try a different complete industry right. explore like as soon as you can yeah i think yeah like same yeah again for more on career advice <laughs> and this sort of thing check out when's happy hour yeah okay play some games okay Shoot, fuck, Mary. Chris Harrison, Garrett, Blake. <laughs> um, I will shoot Garrett. Sorry. Um, I would marry Murray, Murray. Chris Harrison. <laughs> sex <laughs> with Blake. Sex with Blake. I feel like Chris Harrison is a little devious. I don't. I, I don't I care. I'd marry Blake and I'd have sex with Chris Harrison. I think that Blake and I wouldn't get along. <laughs> I just uh, too he, emotional for you. He's no. He just he's so fake. Fake with his like the way he like mumbles emotional things Aww, it doesn't i mumble emotional things no it just it doesn't feel real okay. i don't think we'd get along fine i'll i'll keep him i guess you're right okay, okay. you can marry him i'll just have sex with him once right. um cool. would you rather your mother know everything about your life including sex life or nothing about your life forgets boyfriend's name <laughs> um know everything you want her to know everything like if we're no like we're just very open with each other yeah I'd rather have a close relationship with my mom. Right. Then she forgets my boyfriend's name. That's very s sad. Yeah, I guess. I guess that, I guess I agree with that. Part of me is like, you know, those like creepy girl, like really mother daughter relationships where they like. Yes, for sure. It's weird, but I prefer that. Yeah. But I prefer that. Then like a distant one. It probably gives you more issues if you're distant. Yeah, I think so. It gives you more issues. It's kind of like anxiety, like it gives you anxiety if you're not close to your mom or like you're close to your parents. Right. Like, cause then right. you have to see them for family and then they're like, hi, what's your name? Yeah. It's not really, it's a, it's not an easy relationship to shake. Yeah. And if you're close, then you can just deal with, oh, you're too close with your mom. I'm like, well, you know, fuck you. That's fair. <laughs> That's how I deal with any argument. Fuck you. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm so mature. Um, okay. You go. Would you rather date someone who has been on The Bachelor and all Bachelor-related <laughs> franchises seven times so Nick Pyle, yeah, um, or someone who has been unemployed for two years? 
<laughs> date, just date. Date with, with leading to marriage. So a serious relationship. A serious with, relationship. Um, why are they unemployed? She can't find a job. Makes me think of Insecure. The show Insecure. Oh yeah, the with uh, Issa's boyfriend. Like, do you think Issa would have rather had a bachelor contestant <laughs> like, than than wasn't he Marcus? No, wasn't Marcus? What was his name Minkus? No, that's from so like they're like a career bachelor person. Like yeah, their careers. Um, I think I'd rather a person who's unemployed for two years. I think so too, because at least then eventually again, they'll pro- probably get it. It would be frustrating though. They'd both be frustrating because you know the bachelor person would just be like, you couldn't go over dinner with your friends. You'd have to like go with like the bachelor people who have to be. They're just be friends so self involved. I like I can't. No offense. Yeah, to all of them. A lot of them are self involved. I don't think I could date an influencer. Though then again, there's a lot of them that have been on, like say Paradise, and 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 then they're sort of not trying. Seven times though. Oh, seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Right. <laughs> what happened to Michelle Money? Mm, good question. Want to Google her? Remember Bachelor Pad? Yeah, that was a good show. That was a good show with Ed. Yes, that's the only person I remember from it. Ed was Jillian's, the one Jillian picked, and he couldn't get it up. Yeah, which is funny. Because he had ED. Yeah, why did they... Uh, Paradise is better because it takes them... Okay, Pat, Bachelor Pad was weird because it made them play like games it was and like, shit. It was like... It was, it was like a challenge. Like, it was a challenge, yeah. Right. But like no one cared about that part. So no I guess one this makes cared. more sense. Yeah, this is so much better. There's yeah. just drama and it's fun. And I hope they don't bring back Winter Games. That was so stupid. But I think Ashley's ex from Winter Games is on the... Cha- is on, sorry, on Paradise. I saw oh. him crying. Nice. <laughs> he was one of the guys who was crying. Are they on it? Does that where they reconnected? I think that's Ashley where... Ashley and Jared? No, I think he just proposes there. Oh, what a what fucking sellouts. Okay, uh-huh. sorry. All right, well, they're, they're for me. They're the most. Every time I see them on Instagram, I get a little annoyed, irritated. I don't know why. Because you think that's so fake, and they're I think just doing it's so it fake, it. and it's just like it's so clear that like this, what this is for. Like I see what's happening. <laughs> I see through you. Yeah, yeah. I. But why would he do that? Because he doesn't have a job. <laughs> this is his job. <laughs> That really annoys me. That's what I'm saying. It's, I get like a little but irritated. it annoys me not in the same way, like not the same way it annoys you. Like it annoys me because I believe in love and I just don't like, don't use an engagement for like to, to yeah, force here's your the career. Thing. If this were real, they wouldn't get engaged this fast. Right. Like well, here wouldn't. are these celebrities that are all getting engaged. They're not celebrities. <laughs> that's the They're trying to be. Right. That's, yeah, so that's what I'm getting, saying. That's like it adds. Yeah, it, it just upsets me. each other. I guess, that's why I'm annoyed. It's like, if that's not true, then everyone needs to go home. <laughs> Think about how many followers you probably got from this engagement. Anyway, Seriously. All right. It's been real. So real. Um, okay. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, email us slapped at betches.com for you. Dear betch for us to ear answer. Dear betches. Um, don't forget to pre-order our book because, and then let us know if you pre-order it. We'll DM us. Our personal DMs will literally respond. We'll be so slide happy. Slide into our DMs. So please slide. We encourage sliding into our DMs. If it's with dick pics, then we don't encourage it. Um, okay. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Betches.